Shine and welcome you to Move Forward Network, where we focus on motivation, self-improvement, and parent tips, teaching you the tools and techniques that you need to live full and complete lives. My name is Zach. I'm a licensed social worker, and I got a special video for you today. In today's video, I'm doing my first ever interview, and with me, I have Steve Grogan from the Geek Wing Chun. So today, we're going to be discussing uh, how to schedule and discipline. So in this, I want to welcome Steve to the show. And so, Steve, please tell us a little about us to the viewers. Um, well, to keep it simple and brief, I mean, I'm, I'm from upstate New York, Troy, New York specifically. Most people don't know where that is. They, they know Albany, the capital, but that's about it. Um, I'm a 44 state employee, mostly by day, <laughs> and I do... Geek Wing Chun, which provides tips and training ideas to people who might not be able to make it to class much. Um, I'm a father, I'm engaged, and... Uh, oh, congratulations. Who's the lady yeah. lady? Our name's Jen Weber, and, well, soon to be Grogan. <laughs> and <laughs> I also do uh, a lot, I have a lot of various interests. First one was writing, then guitar playing, and then... Uh, I got into Wing Chun. Very cool. So, tell us a little bit more about how to stay disciplined when doing martial arts. You know, how do you manage staying disciplined with all your responsibilities? You just mentioned you have a fiance, you got kids, and you are a state worker. I mean, that can't be easy at all. No, it's it's just a matter of. Um, I want to say I, I have more like of a, a guerrilla warfare type of uh, approach to getting my training in. I don't I don't look for that time of day where I'm like, okay, uh, shoot. Well, I don't have a one hour block of time all in a row that I can do. So I guess I can't train. No, if if I could do an hour here and there throughout, like if it all adds up to an hour, then that's mm -hmm. all that matters to me. Um, and so it's easy to get, it's easy to maintain uh, doing those things because I, I love it so much. I mean, if you don't, it'll feel like a grind and sure. it can feel boring because I learned that a lot of the so-called advanced martial arts stuff is really just uh, highly refined basics. <laughs> so, and people get bored with the basics. Uh, yeah, um, makes sense. So why is it called Gorilla? I'm kind of curious. You can explain because, that a little bit more. Like if you watch my videos on my channel, you'll see a lot of them. A lot are done in what looks like a stairwell because they oh, are done in a stairwell. So it's very much a DIY. <laughs> uh, I love it. An attitude uh, because like I just like I'll go out and there's a stairwell at my job that doesn't get a lot of foot traffic. Okay. So I'll go out there. And I will practice my punches, practice my form, practice my kicks, um, you know. Uh, and that's where I'll also make my videos if I have a quick uh, video I want to make. And so it's very much, like I said, it's like a hit and run. So that's how it's similar to <laughs> Guerrilla Warfare. Um, uh -huh. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I like it. I like the uh, name. It sounds really cool and exciting and like something like that's kind of powerful, too. 
Yeah. And um, like I said, it, it's easy to find a way to work it in when it's there's a passion there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something I know I want to get better at, so I know to get better I have to do these things. Um, but if you don't have the passion, you just won't do it. Like I'm reminded of a story Stephen King told about his son one time. He, he signed up for band at school, and he would practice his instrument enough. He practiced scales. He practiced the songs for the school concert, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if his son loved the instrument, he would pick it up and just be like, oh, I'm going to mess around and play something that's not a scale. I'm going to play something that's not a school song. It's just a song I just want to learn. But he didn't do that, so he wound up give, giving up. But oh. That's not so, right. It's awesome you didn't give up. I love that. I love it when people say they didn't give up on their passion. So when did you realize that you were passionate about Wing Chun? And for the viewers who don't really know, and actually I did a little bit of my own research watching it, and I thought it was pretty cool. So can you tell us a little bit more about it? I know it was created by a female in China, correct? Well, that's that's the version that um, a gentleman named Ip, Ip Man uh, popularized. The thing okay. is... No one, no one really knows because Chinese history a long time ago was passed down uh, orally. Oh, sure. And so things got forgotten or misinterpreted or changed or embellished, whatever. But yeah, that's that's what they say. But um, I mean, I I I, I got pa- I was passionate right off the bat. I mean, that's the way I am. Like when I'm when I really am like really interested in trying something. I mean, unless it is totally nothing like what I thought it would be, mm-hmm. and I, I once I get into it, I'm into it 150%. You know. Uh, cool. Did you do any um, other other martial arts since I know you've been doing this since 1995? Yeah, I did judo, and then I went to this one school that said it taught Shaolin kung fu, but it was more like it was more like a style that's called wushu, which is borrows moves from kung fu but they're more elaborate flashy and acrobatic and right not as economical and honestly not as realistic for self-defense in in my opinion okay cool yeah i've done a few martial arts in my life so always enjoyed it yeah so how often are you able to uh, follow your daily chart i know that with your work schedule of working in the being able to go in the stairwell that kind of helps out a little bit. Yeah. But but how much are you do you fit in like that and like some different techniques? Because I'm sure like all martial arts it has a lot of different techniques and variants of it. Well, I follow it pretty much on weekdays because my kids come over on weekends and since my time with them is limited, I don't want to be like, hey dad, you want to play basketball with us? No, I got to do my forms, you know. And, <laughs> Uh, sometimes I still will, will do them on weekends. Like if they come over and they decided to, they want to hibernate in their rooms and play video games or watch YouTube videos endlessly or whatever. Um, then, but typically it's a Monday through Friday thing. Um, okay. as for how I adjust them, uh, I have to start with the fact that I'm, I'm obsessed with, I, I love trilogies. I don't know why. I mean, because oftentimes by the third book or movie, thing they suck. But <laughs> I was going to say by the second one. <laughs> uh, not so good. Well, not always. Like I mean, there is like uh, 
Godfather Part Two, Terminator. Well, oh. Terminator's more than three movies now, but back when it was a trilogy, Terminator Two is still the best, in my opinion. Uh, and of course, everyone holds Empire Strikes Back as towering above the New Hope, you know. But right. um, so I do things in threes or multiples of three. Uh, therefore, when I made up the list of things that I wanted to practice throughout the week, I just said, uh, you know, how could I arrange my schedule so I can do all of these three times throughout the week? And I was able to even reduce the list by combining activities. So, mm -hmm. for example, um, in Wing, Wing Chun is known for being a quote-unquote the fastest, uh, a fast martial art because... For example, instead of like karate, karate where they'll block and then attack, uh, Wing Chun at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's theoretically you're cutting the time in half. Um, so if I had an item on my list, like practice uh, the simultaneous and attack, uh, simultaneous attack and defense techniques, and then I also had play around on the wooden dummy freestyling for 10 to 15 minutes. Well, uh, I did them separate for a while, then it dawned on me, like, why not just do them at the same time, you know? So sure. kill two birds with one stone. Hey, there you go. Is and, your fiancé or any of your other kids interested in Wing Chun? Uh, I mean, if I tell them I need them to help me out by, like, hey, uh, you don't train in Wing Chun. So most people in the world don't, right? right? So it wouldn't be realistic to train against someone coming at me with Wing Chun, Wing Chun versus Wing Chun, right? So I'm right. like, hey, you're a raw, untrained uh, street fighter. Uh, just come at me any old way. Like I'll set a timer for like five minutes and I'll say, hey, just attack me any way you feel like, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I'll just practice my reactions against an untrained person. You know, um, cool. and another thing with them also is um, because, you know, when I get home, she's been at work all day. I've been at work all day. You want to spend time when we get home. I also make it so that very little of what I do requires gear that can't leave the house. Mm -hmm. So if I want to punch a wall bag, that's I can't bring the wall bag to work, but they do have walls at work. <laughs> <laughs> so. If, if I feel like, oh, my hand's not tough enough to just punch barehanded, I'll just bring a pair of MMA gloves and I'll punch the wall with them on. You can't do it with boxing gloves. They're too big and bulky. But right. you can do those MMA gloves and punch. Um, and the pieces, of, uh, the, the exercises or training things that do require, um, for example, the wooden dummy. Mm -hmm. I, uh, my girl, my girlfriend, the fiance. <laughs> <laughs> she was for so long now. But my fiance has to get to work. Like I wake up when she does, but she has mm -hmm. to leave work way before I for work way before I do. So I instead of going back to sleep once she's gone, I I will I get up and like I have stuff I have I, I train on the wooden dummy. Mm -hmm. Obviously can't take that to work with me. Oh, but I have an extra Fortunately, no. Yeah. I have an hour after she leaves but before I have to go to work. So I'll train on the stuff that I can't bring to work yes. before work so I don't have to do it when I get home. Um, 
so I, sorry go ahead no, that's okay I was gonna say, I just I love how passionate you are and how like you're just so involved in this. Like you take that extra time and initiative to do in the morning, before work, and then you do it kind of during work, and then you kind of do a little bit in the evenings when you have some free time. I just I find that awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's uh, I should say, you know, like if my fiance wants to have quality time with me at home. She obviously doesn't mean you know trying to hurt me. <laughs> no, <laughs> of course not. So. I don't just say an open-ended, like, okay, we're, hey, Jen, it's 6.03. You want to uh, try to hit <laughs> And then the next thing you know, it's 9.07, and we didn't spend any time, like, like really, like, quality time, like, talking about that. We spent three hours, before you know it, with her trying to hit me. So I always <laughs> set a timer. I always believe, like, I work and always work in, like, blocks of – uh 15 minute blocks like quarter of an hour and i try to get as much i try to get as much time training with whoever's available uh even if it's not another wing chun person i mean i go see my my sifu on wednesdays um mm -hmm. so he's the guy who can help me if i'm doing this wrong he's the one who'll help me do that better awesome but everyone else are those are the people who can help me with my my reflexes against you know like I said untrained unpredictable uh, people so it, it, it's it, doing this in the air is good or against the wall bag but I mean you need you need, and the forms doing the forms is good but you need that real person coming at you is really to really train you to get good you know. Absolutely. So with this being like a self-improvement mental health channel, uh, my question is, how has being disciplined in this, has, has, how has that helped you in your daily life, whether through um, your own mental health well-being and just being more disciplined in other areas of life? Because that's what I love about martial arts is that it teaches you discipline. That way mm -hmm. it helps to improve other areas of your life. Um, well, for one thing, I mean, It's shown me. It's shown me that you need to. Sometimes you need to stick to something to be good at it. Oh, yeah, I like it. Uh, and then, now this isn't what martial arts taught me. This is what I found out about. I found out I have the ability to stick to it. Oh. I don't, I don't think I don't. I don't think martial arts made me so I could stick to something. I think I already had that ability. I just didn't know it until I tried something that you need to stick to in order to be good at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's yeah. kind of like, like when I was younger, it's similar to this. It's going to sound a little off at first, but when I get to the end, I think you'll understand my point. Sure. <laughs> right. like when I was in high school, and I was really, uh, not to get too on much of a downer point, but I was really kind of like a depressed, mopey kind of, person and and i heard uh this band they're not as big anymore these days but this band called the cure who are known as like the progenitors of goth music and stuff and people who liked to make fun of me for anything they could would be like oh man listen to that music you like uh, no wonder you're such a mopey guy and i'm like no 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 
I was mopey first and then got drawn to the, the <laughs> you know what I mean? That was already there. Yeah. It wasn't made, I wasn't made that way by the external thing. That's what I already was. Just right. like I was this person who could stick to something all along. Martial art didn't make me that way, you know. So just through martial arts, you kind of discovered you had this ability. It just took me a little bit more time coming out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, because I noticed, like, I mean, like, I've done it for on and off 20 years. Um, when I say on and off, I mean going to a class. Okay. Uh, whereas on my own, I've always tried to at least do, like, even if I couldn't make it to class, I tried to do my forms once a day and stuff like that. But there are some people who didn't even last 20 classes, let alone 20 years. Oh, absolutely. That's, I mean, that's major dedication and major discipline to even last that long. Absolutely. And, so, uh, with, oops, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say it also taught me to keep chipping away at something, even if you're not noticeably making a, like if you're doing this punch every day and you don't, mm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you don't feel like you're doing any better. And then three years later, you get in a self-defense situation and you do that and you knock someone 10 feet back. Wow, I, I have gotten better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. I admire your perseverance. I just got to say that. I admire that yeah. perseverance of just keep going. I, I like it. Yeah. And, uh, so how has COVID, like, infected you? I'm sorry. How has COVID impacted your ability to do Wing Chun, like, in your class? Because obviously with everything being closed within the last year or are places where you're at, they opened. I know with New York, there was um, a lot of tight lockdowns and everything because of the spread. Well, the gentleman, uh, my, my Sifu, he, he didn't. He didn't stop. Like they, they, he was teaching out of the basement of an American Legion, and they said, they said no, you can't hear for now. He's like, just come over to my house. I'm right down the street from the Legion. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I just kept right on training with them. Uh, but the thing is, like, that's only once a week. So I've been trying to get things of my own going because he told me, you have permission, you could teach up to your own skill level. You know? Oh, wow. I have a certain skill level where, like, for example, in Wing Chun, there's a, there are two weapons forms. There's a pole form and what they call butterfly knives. They look almost like those crocodile Dundee style knives. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I never learned them. I, I still haven't learned them after all these years. Because like I said, I've just been in and out and life happens and I've been in and out, but I always come back to it. But um, my point being, I never learned them. So if I teach a class, I'm not going to try to teach them to students. But Makes sense. I've been trying to get something going so that I can get some consistent students and get them mm -hmm. up to a certain skill level where maybe they'll actually start challenging me. <laughs> you yeah, know, there you go. And, and but due to COVID, that hasn't worked out how I, I hoped. But uh, you know, I have gotten some people who still come to class and they're fine. With, you know, okay, well, wear the masks and you know, and and they don't, they're not, uh, they're still coming. And uh, of course, right now I only hold it once a month because. And, but I do have a private student. But I hold it once a month at this church because the idea is to build. I need to get enough people, returning customers, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, to start 
paying enough rent for me to have it all week or not all week, but all month, the whole time, you know, like consistently on at least a weekly basis. But I, I mean, yeah, I'm working toward it, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I think your YouTube channel is going to help that out because I noticed that you have about, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have well over a thousand subscribers right now. I wouldn't say well over, but okay, I think... like I mean more than just like a thousand. Like I'm thinking like maybe like eleven hundred or something like that. Yeah, it it said, uh, I think the back office said eleven twenty. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, um, it's it's the good thing about that, and I've really decided lately too. Is, well, you know, our good friend um, in common there, Sean Cannell, always says. Uh, for those of you who don't know out there watching this, he's, uh, Sean Callis uh, runs a place called Video Ranking Academy, and he helps people build YouTube, which is what Zach and I are trying to do. And uh, he always tells you, niche down. Niche meaning don't try to speak to everyone. Try to speak to – don't just speak to moms who want to be fit. Speak to stay-at-home moms who want to be fit but have a, a club foot or something like that, you know? Uh, yeah. And me, what I've really hit upon lately is I'm like, wow, you know, a lot of everyone out there is focusing on Wing Chun and then, like, say, being physically fit, so, like, exercise and Wing Chun. Now, maybe some people are also doing nutrition, but no one, I realize no one is appealing to the mental health part of martial arts and specifically like uh self-esteem mm -hmm. and that's that's my whole kick because I'm up until and this would be another video so i'm not going to go into it too deep but uh, okay. uh up until like 20, hey stay tuned for that video everybody yeah up until like 2018 i'm not even joking like 20 uh, yeah up until like 2018 i was not who i am today meaning I was the kind of person who, uh, you know, it was very easy to manipulate my feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I I could get like very, uh, you know, like for example, if I if someone did something to me that was wrong, that I felt wronged, and I was uh, sitting at home, getting all, yeah, man, they shouldn't have treated me that way, and I'm feeling very self righteous, and then I see them and I say, you treated me that way and that was wrong they would just go oh geez well wow someone's overreacting huh i don't know what you're getting so big upset about and blah 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 that must be a little bit melodramatic and and they would twist me around so that i would be like you know i was wrong to be upset now now i don't people don't budge me like that awesome but so then how do you um, improve so is that pretty much why wing chun has pretty much helped you to stay strong in your mental health, that discipline with that positive assurance of knowing how to do the forms and well, being confident in who you are? Well, I mean, Wing Chun helped me in that I knew... See, it's it's weird. When I learned Wing Chun, I, I got into it because I was, the, I was not exactly the most popular kid in high school and stuff. And I was always... Like, I was bullied, but verbally. So, But I sure. always had in my head... A, a smart aleck comeback, but I never said them because I worried if I said it and came back at them uh, that it would turn physical. Oh, okay. You know? 
So I started learning Wing Chun, and it kind of made me confident. Oh, I can handle things. It's weird. I was, I knew up here that I could, I could do these. I could probably handle myself if it did get physical. But then I still didn't like. I was still scared to like to speak up and stand up for myself. Uh, and I think it's because there's a difference between self-confidence and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And even though I knew I had skills, my self-esteem was still way down. And oh. it was something I just didn't come out of until um, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, uh, encouraged me to go get mental health evals and found out some results from that and was able to do things to take care of the situation and then all of a sudden I went from being like this on a self self esteem was down here to up here. I mean it was like the growth has been astronaut um exponential since awesome. so I'm glad that you got the help that you needed and to recognize that that's not yeah. For those of you out there, uh, there's a lot to stigmatize on mental health of people who need help or viewed as weak and that there's something wrong with them. And that sometimes people just need the skills and the tools to overcome the adversity that's in life. Yep. And uh, like I said, no one's talking about self-esteem in no. this niche. And in fact, it's partially, well, and even when they do, they don't know they're they're not talking about self-esteem, really. Like, uh, okay. What I'm I mean, not familiar with your niche, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what what I mean, like for example, uh, George Carlin was in, did this bit where he was ranting about the self-esteem movement, and he was making fun of it and saying it was a, like criticizing it, saying, uh, you know, me- mental health, uh, uh, self-esteem studies studies show that self-esteem won't help you get better grades and won't help you get the better paying jobs and and I'm like but that's not huh? the point of self esteem that's like saying a hammer is a bad tool because you can't you can't saw wood with it you know what I mean it, it's like you have to right. you have to use the tool for its purpose you can't use it for something else Correct. you know what I mean self esteem is about feeling good about yourself yeah, that has and having to do. confidence to do something that you're called for or to do and, something that you enjoy. And getting good grades and and having good paying jobs, those are external external things. Self-esteem is inside. And my point, the reason why I bring this up, not only because George, as funny and as smart as he was, he didn't know, I'm sorry, he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And I, I found that clip on YouTube, and I, I said that. I'm like, George was such a great comedian, but he's, this was such a major misstep. And sure. then he also said something during that bit about how, oh, you know who else thinks a lot about themselves? Criminals. And I'm like, so what? So, so a criminal has self-esteem, and I have self-esteem, so therefore I'm a criminal? Like, what are you getting at, George? You know? And... The hatred I got from saying George didn't know what he was talking about and, you know, like, you don't know what he's saying, self-esteem. When he said self-esteem, he meant arrogance. And I'm like, George was a smart guy. If he meant arrogance, he would have said arrogance. He wouldn't have said self-esteem is useless, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's just amazing that people don't understand. 
They don't understand the difference. They do not uh, understand that self-confidence and arrogance and self-esteem are not they're not the same thing. No, they're, they're absolutely not. And you even show having a little bit of it more than other people. That also gets you a lot of uh, uh, hatred, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, if you stand up for something and say something that's against the norm, you're going to potentially attack. Like in a video I posted, uh, I said something about someone had challenged my uh, credibility or legitimacy or whatever, or my skill level, and I was like, I said something like, my skill level speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean I'm saying I'm the best Wing Chun person in the world. It means right. if, if my skill level says I look like a newbie, then that's what it says. And I got a flood, again, I got a flood of negative comments. Some guy even said one time, he's like, in that video you said uh, your skills speak for themselves. My Sifu has never said anything like that. And I'm like, good for your Sifu. What does that have to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, some of people like to uh, transfer and just take but, it upon yeah. themselves. And, but, yeah. you know, um, anyway, after that long tangent, my point being, getting back to the last thing you'd asked me about, the confidence and stuff, it, it's helped me with self-confidence, but not self-esteem. Because okay. self-esteem is inside, and, I mean, how, like, I always say, like, how would Wing Chun have helped me with self-esteem anyway? And I'd, like, sure. what? It, it, because I can do, because someone said, wow, you, you did the form, like, uh, better than it manned, or better than Bruce Lee, or whatever. Well, that's an external thing. That's external validation. Mm -hmm. and, and if you feel good about yourself because someone said, wow, you did that great, that that's not self-esteem. You know what I mean? Because then what would happen? Then if someone said, oh, you looked pathetic, then you'd feel pathetic. So that, you know what I mean? You're relying on what people say. That's not that's not self-esteem. Correct. So I guess my, my last question for you is, how are you using your channel to promote mental health? I'm really curious about that. I know you mentioned um, self-esteem, so like, how are you using that kind of to build that framework? Well, up until now, I have been kind of just posting videos. Like, uh, I posted one that was called um, "Ask a." It was called "Ask a Question to Destroy Your Enemies." And oh. What I meant was like, if someone comes at you and goes, "You know, you're a real shady character." You know that you're a creep. All, and let's say for a split second there, wow, it makes you feel bad. No, don't let it make you feel bad. Just say to them, how? Hmm? How 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 am I a creep? I don't understand. And ninety nine point ninety nine. Well, I actually, this is one of those rare cases where you can't say ninety nine point nine. I have found a hundred percent of the time, they don't have a real answer because they're just throwing things at you and hoping something sticks. And, You're not wrong there. That's very true. Yeah, and then I posted another one recently called, like, finally understanding why someone's criticisms of you actually have nothing to do with you. Right. Like, like say somebody thinks I'm going to be the next Jeffrey Dahmer because of how much I love horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. 
I used to get real offended by that when I was like, oh, man, I don't want people to think I'm some psycho in the making, you know? But here's, <laughs> right, absolutely. Here's the thing. Let's say my favorite movies were, were Disney movies and your favorite movies were horror movies. Right. Then they would have thought that of you. So that's what I mean. It has nothing to do with me. And I also uh, posted one a long time ago called Medication Myths. This is, again, in sticking with my trilogy obsession, this is the last example I'll give. <laughs> and it's probably my favorite, actually, of all the ones I've... Well, that... Let's hear it. I'm excited. Another one called Mental Health is a Cruel Mistress. Um, but I won't get into that or I'll break my rule of three. Uh, That's right. We want to keep with the trilogy. Let's keep yeah. it with that. Medication Myths is about um, all these shows where you know i think i had watched it was an episode of law and order svu and it was this this there was this girl who was on medication and uh, when she wasn't on it she was she did all kinds of crazy erratic things mm -hmm. but then she stopped taking it and the next thing you know the detectives get a call she had like ran her car top speed into a building or something like that and no way and they found out she'd stopped taking her meds. And I'm like, well, first of all, and, and it was because, you know, oh, they made me feel like a zombie. Very um, common effect. Uh, I talked to a lot of people that said they're afraid of that zombie effect. Well, that's the thing. Like, for example, for me, like people like say like, oh, they put these kids on uh, Adderall and they turn them into zombies. I'm like, Adderall's a stimulant. <laughs> you don't you don't feel like a stimulant if you do you're on the wrong one like right for example if like let's say ritalin made me feel like a zombie but then adderall made me animated like this right uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and and also you know the fact that the girl in the story had literally stopped taking her meds and boom she's right back to acting like a lunatic Think about the, well, you you probably know like those meds like SSRIs like Prozac mm -hmm. and stuff. They take a while to build up in your system. Yep. Guess what? Yes, they do. They also take a while to deplete. Correct. So don't tell me if she's been taking. She was oh she's been doing good. She's been on the meds again about a month, and then she's like no I feel like a zombie and stops and then a day later she's ramp driving her car into buildings like no no come on. That's why it's on TV and TV likes to yeah. over exaggerate things right. quite so, to the extreme. But the thing is, is then people believe this stuff. And these these stories are being written by people who've probably never taken Prozac for a single day. It just drives me nuts. So I do what I can to combat it because I'm, you know, having taken medications, mm -hmm. I know. And, and i just sick of the ignorance. And, 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 and a lot of people don't come out and say... I've got, cl I'm clinically depressed. I'm not just depressed because my dog died and it's right. something over. I'm depressed in a way where there's no reason for me to be depressed, but I yeah. can't speak it. And uh, I, I think it's, it's something that is long overdue to be taken as seriously as if someone got yeah, cancer well, especially or if you're, Right, especially if you're talking about medication with the zombie effect. Sometimes when you're so used to seeing a kid wound up, and they take the medication and they give them that signal that they need in their brains to calm down. Then in the calm, they might look like a zombie because they're used yeah. to seeing a kid just running around and now they're sitting and paying attention. It can be yeah. a little bit scary and a little bit different. Mm -hmm. 
All right, Steve, I want to thank you for your time. So how can people find you? Are you obviously you're on YouTube and you got a good following. Where else can people find you at? Um geez, all over. I got Geekwing. If you type Geekwing Chun into Google, you'll probably see uh, results of YouTube or webs my uh, I say our like I'm some big <laughs> corporation. You'll see YouTube, the website, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Those are the ones I mainly focus on. Um, okay. Though I will say the website actually the website and YouTube have ink inc in the URL because uh, before I went <laughs> and registered as a DBA with my county clerk, I made those up, and then they're like, "You can't be an ink. You're you're a solo sole proprietor." And I was like, "Oh, gee." Because I'd already earned my YouTube URL, so couldn't uh, change. So I'm like, all right. So, but you don't need to type the ink to find me. Just type Geekwing Chun in Google. You'll get tons of. And just so everyone knows, too, in the description below, I'll include all your social media outlets and YouTube. And just remember to give Steve a like. Check him out. He seems like a really cool guy. Seems like his material is good. So give him a like. Comment something you've learned on his stuff. And, um, and subscribe for him. For your inclusion, uh, if you would, please, I'll also include uh, the main point of Geek Wing Chun has always, well, long before I got on the self-esteem thing, um, has always been to give people tips on how they can train at home when they can't make it to class, which is especially relevant now thanks to COVID. And I believe all my best tips are summed up in my book, The Lone Warrior, so I'll give you that. So also, if you wouldn't mind putting that in the description box <laughs> not at all and if you need any tips tools on how to cope check out the description below because there's different tools and different books children books that i have on there that really help kids learn about coping skills learn about their emotions look about the feelings and i want to thank you if you guys made it down this far comment below that you made it this far for the 38 minute something like that <laughs> video and I'm just so glad that we we're able to have our first interview ever with the Geek Wing Chun, the one, the only Steve Grogan. Well, not so, the only. It's a New England Patriots quarterback, and actually, there was a member of the Manson family named Steve Grogan. Okay, I did not know that, but <laughs> viewers just uh, kind of blacked that out for a little bit, and just for the Geek Wing Chun, the one, the only, again, Steve Grogan. So I want to thank everyone for their time, and just check out the next playlist for the five stages of grief that I covered. So check out those videos. Comment something you learned today. Stop practicing being alive. Stop being who you are to reach that full potential. Because I know that you can do it. We're in this together. I hope you have a blessed day and bye. Like the rising sun, we have just begun to play our part. This is the time we fall.